with Kim Gravel. Hey everybody, Kim Gravel here. Got Zach by my side. Hey What's Kim. Via Zoom. Have Zach by my side via Zoom. We're Zooming. <laughs> We're Zooming who? You probably don't know that song. We're Zooming around the world today. Yeah, we are. Do you remember the song though, Zach? Who's Zooming who? You don't remember? I have you don't no, remember the artist? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. I have no idea Queen what's going soul? on. Okay. Wait, Aretha Queen of Soul? Franklin? Aretha Franklin? Aretha Is that Franklin? who you're... Okay. All right, Dana well, that's what I would have said. Dana called you into the show yet. Hold on. No, Dana's oh, got sorry. my back. All right. Dana, Dana thank you. Well, I'm let's fine with it. Come on, Dana, then. That's it. Who's Zooming who? Read the Franklin, baby. We are Zooming around the world, though, Zach. We are. You're right. Today, we have a dear friend of mine. I met her at QVC. But the beautiful thing about this this woman and her story is the hope that it spreads to other people because she has dealt with cancer in the most amazing, elevated way. And she's going to tell us how. Zach, let's welcome Dana Bledsoe into LOL with Kim Grabelle. Hello. <laughs> LOL. I love it. Do you know, hi, do you know that when people would text me LOL, I thought it meant lots of love. Oh, it does. And I think it makes a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. But my friends were going, Dana, what is wrong with you? Get with the time. It means lots of laughs. Isn't that right? Laugh and out I was loud. saying, no, laugh out loud. See, That's I don't right. even know what it means. But you could do I lots just of thought, Dana, you can do anything you want yeah, baby. to do. It, it, that's the great thing about like all of those little symbols. I know when I go to cyber stalk and stalk my son's like text girl, cause you have a, you You're have a 15. <laughs> oh honey. I, this is YU TCD BT. And I, I'm on Google what going, does what does that mean? Does, I know I'm doing what, what does any of that mean? By the way, you need to teach me how to do that <laughs> because my son, my son says he's going off on a bike ride. I'm like, where are you going? And he goes, I'm just going to go on a bike ride. I'm going, I don't even know how to do the find my phone thing. I oh, need yeah. to put you a map track on like him, honey. You got to be like 360. Yes, honey. Like I got the stalking. I just was stalking my son before we got on the call with you. Mm-hmm. What was that? She was. It what, got pretty intense. What, what, what's he doing? What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> Something he shouldn't be, I'm sure. Okay. So I look. just get. I just get a lot of pushback. That's what I get. And then he goes, I'm uh-huh. 15 now. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you're not making your own money. You're still living at home. <laughs> I knew you were going to say I, that. We, we still, I feel like I'm too young to have kids. Damn, I'm too young. I'm 54. You I'm just, I, I feel like you're I'm You're just 20. getting started. I know. Well, you know what? Oh. This is the thing, Zach. I, I think, Dana, what you have been through in your life is giving you this mm. resurgence of life and um, freedom and excitement and passion. It's because most of you, if you know Dana from QVC, you might know this story, but a lot of people don't know this about you. You were diagnosed with stage four cancer. Mm -hmm. You were almost given a death sentence. Am I right or wrong? Uh, Yeah, they've given me a certain amount of years. Okay, so let's tell me the backstory of all this, because you and I have discussed it, but it's been briefly and not enough time. That's why we want to have you on the podcast. So when I was 40, I was diagnosed originally with, with breast cancer. And that was sort of a stage 1B, which now they don't, they just kind of leave alone. And, you know, I did all the chemo and much to my, I did not want to do it. It was, it, it's just, I look at things in a very holistic kind of way. And, of course. Um, 
And so I did that and I did the radiation. I went on this horrible thing called tamoxifen, which a lot of women would know, which, you know, I try to speak very, very openly about. And they said, you're the golden girl. We're going to do your lumpectomies. Yes, I've still got my boobs. They're small, but they're still. They look good, though. They hand looked it and, up. Well, they. They listen, they look good in this dress because got a bit of cleavage. Um, and, he, and they said, Oh, you're the golden girl. You, you know, you've made a good looking cancer. And I'm like, Yeah, of course I would. And they said, Well, we'll never see you again. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, the truth is, is that 50% of women that are diagnosed with breast cancer, it will come back in five years. Wow. 50%. Wow. So I didn't, I didn't know that. Anyway, I'm learning so much about this now that I have a new oncologist who really likes to explain everything. Anyway, it was five and a half years later. And, um, you know, I, I, I go to get my normal checkup, my, uh, my mammogram, and they're doing the, uh, I always get a mammogram sonogram, which is what I always recommend that women get. And, you know, they're underneath my arm, the nurse is underneath my arm, and she stops. Mm-hmm. She said, I'll just be right back. So the mm-hmm. doctor comes in, and he's, you know, got the vanilla folder. And I said, I'm in trouble, aren't I? And he went, we need to do a biopsy now. And I was like, yeah, I can't do a biopsy right now, because I need to do this, this, and this. And he's like, well, what do you think you might be able to fit in a biopsy? And I said, maybe, maybe next week. And he's like, no, 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 I think we need to do a biopsy now. So I knew. So it's stage four metastatic. It's um, in my lymph nodes, three places in my spine, uh, one place in my left hip bone. And then um, earlier this year, because I'm such an advocate for myself and my body that I can feel things and I just know yeah. uh, it's now in my thymus gland. And that was a year of me saying to a doctor, something's in my chest. I can't breathe. Something's in my chest. And it is, it is cancer, my thymus gland. So, you know, I, um, they've given me a certain amount of number of years. Do I listen to that? No. Wait, do, you won't even speak it out, will you? Well, I, I will. They've given me eight to 10 years having stage four metastatic, and I am six and a half into those years. Yeah. But the funny thing is, is my, all my friends say, you're going to outlive us all. Right. Because of my attitude and I, I just, I just, I love life. I love life. So and, I, and I think, I, I, I think the thing is, is that everyone thinks, everyone knows that death is going to come, right? And we're not allowed to talk about it. The difference is, is I face it and I, I've, I've dealt with it. I've made peace with it. Mm-hmm. I've, I've even planned my parties. I've planned how I want to go. I've planned, you know, and, because I've had to. And I think it makes us think in a very different way, which is in that pre- yeah, in the present. We're in the present. Yeah. We're blessed. We're so blessed. Yeah. You know? And and you've got to see the joy. It doesn't mean I don't get depressed. It doesn't mean I don't get sad. It doesn't mean but I've never used I've never said why me. Never. Mm-hmm. And I've never used the word fight. I there is no fight. There's no mm. fight. Okay. Why did you, why would you say that? Because there's a lot of people listening that have struggled or is struggling and you hear that campaign, we're going to fight the cancer. We're going to fight. Why did you choose not to use that word, Dana? Because fight is an aggressive thing and it's going to go against you. It's not a positive thing. We're not fighting anything. We're actually healing it. 
You're actually healing. That's what you're doing. When you fight, you're going against the spirit. You're going against, you're going against so much. It's, it, it's a negative connotation. So I just say, I'm healing it. I, I think that cancer, not that we, not that we will it on. So I don't want, I don't want anybody to misunderstand. It's, 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 I've done a, you know, a lot of thinking about this, but I see it as my greatest teacher. I see it Mm. as a gift to learn and to grow as a human while I'm in this body, while I'm here, why God has put me here. Why has God or spirit put me here? Why? Why am I here? And, and so I think I've got to take cancer and, and take it for the good, for the good, for the lessons that I need to learn how to be a better person, how to love more, how to give more, how to celebrate life more. Who can I impart that on? You know, if you see someone who's, I don't know, in, I don't know, an abusive relationship. I just watched Made, um, which I think was phenomenal and broke my heart. But, you know, God, she she just believed in herself. Mm. And it's a true story. She just believed in herself. And I think if you can impart that on somebody to say, you're a light, you are so bright. You just got to know that and, and go in and turn that up. And it's okay when things get really, really dark to know that it can pass, that you're never alone. You're never alone. You're never alone. Why do you think, Dana, of course, I second everything you've just said um, and totally believe every word you just said. But why do you think we as human beings, and especially women, because I think we're very hard on ourselves. Very. um, Very hard on ourselves. Why do we almost obsess, idolize, lift up, put on a pedestal our heartaches and our struggles and, and not see that light that's within all of us? Why do you think that is? Well, that's a very good question. I, uh, I don't think we've been given that in history. I, I don't think we've been celebrated enough. I think, um, you know, I think other women also too are very hard on other women. And I think that's got to stop. I think we've, I think we've got to look at each other and say, you are rising to the top and you are this form and this shape and you are, and, and you are everything and you are beautiful. And I think we have to stop being negative towards each other. Mm. I think we've got to celebrate each other. And I think we've got to stop. I think we've got to really teach girls from a young age, from a very, very young age, to love themselves exactly who they are, exactly who you are, no matter what it is. You've got to celebrate that. And I think we've just got to stop the negativity. I don't know why we, we do. I mean, I catch myself doing it. Oh, you yeah. ate that yesterday, that yesterday. And I said, what, why the hell? Am I? We all do. Who and cares? I think we're yeah. just trained. Yeah. We're trained. Who cares? Who cares? We're conditioned. I think we should look at it and say, we're conditioned. And I think, I think that's, we've, we've got a long way to go to uncondition that in, in like when you look at a runway, 
You know, you look at yeah. a runway and everybody is like this, like mm-hmm. a, a toothpick. We got, we have to stop that. We have to stop have saying to that you're all. only beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and We've I think we're getting there. All. I think we're getting we're there getting slowly, there. but surely. When you were giving your stage four diagnosis of cancer. Yeah. Um, did you have any dark down times? How did you you know, work through that and understand, okay, how did you come to terms with that diagnosis? Uh, you know, what was really weird was that I was actually alone mm-hmm. when, wow. when, um, yeah. And, and I was, uh, we have a little tiny, uh, farm and I was there by myself and the doctor called and said, you know, have you ever hurt your spine? Cause it's in your spine. And, and I actually started put, I put the phone down and, and ran singing the hills are alive with the sound of music. And it was like, you know, just, just like, trying to stay in a positive place, girl. Positive. Like something, yes. something also sort of focuses you. You're like, Oh, okay. Right. I'm right. This is what I need to do. Wow. What's the next step. And it, you just, life becomes about meaning. And mm. if you can stay on that, but have I gotten dark? Oh, Kim, it got so dark a year and a half ago. Really bleak, really, really bleak. Actually, longer than that. I had um, I had a decision to make because I don't do any of their drugs. So, you know, they had to shut me down with, with my menopause. They had to just slam me into menopause. So I was immediately slammed into menopause, which... As you know, menopause is crazy enough, but women uh, go on. Girl, I'm slow. there. I'm in it. Oh, yeah. There's no pre in the menopausal anymore. I'm, I'm no, full and is, on. You're full on. So mm-hmm. you've got the vision, the brain, the forgetting words, forgetting things. Yeah. Zach yeah. can tell you and that. I, <laughs> I've done that even today. You do, you do it. It just, it really does change your whole way of so eating, does. being, living, you know, all of that. It changes. It changes everything yeah and it's too bad because so, i actually um, thought kim that our our cycles were starting to align so it's a little <laughs> bit of a bummer for me i think men have menstrual cycles I well honey do. zach's zach's taking up the mantle because i don't have a cycle anymore is that overshare i put the men in menstrual <laughs> see see and why is men in everything men up pause what is that can't we own something ourselves woman pause can't we what just have something for ourselves ourselves we don't need you all in it nope sorry i'm speaking for all men right now no Jesus, no we need, we need you zach we need you zach no but like in those dark times dana what did you do how did how everybody listening there everybody's got their own struggles right so You know, some it's cancer, some it's, you know, financial, some it's relational. I mean, everybody's got their struggles. Everybody's in the stage four of something, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. How did you get through those dark times, Dana? Give us some hope. I cried a lot. I Mm. prayed a lot. Mm. I prayed a lot. I leaned on friends. I leaned on friends. Friends, women, friends. Mm -hmm. Women, when, when you've got to know that, more importantly, sorry to say this than family, because that can be very tough, are my friends. Mm-hmm. And I realized that being vulnerable mm-hmm. and being honest and saying, I need help, I need help, and um, was the most powerful thing that I could do because then my friends were there. Because when you're a strong person, 
When you're a strong woman, people think that you don't need them. And that's not true. You actually do. But what you need to do is, is just be vulnerable. There is such strength in the vulnerability. Listen, I also, I had therapy three times a week. I needed, and you have to find the right person. But there were times when I went outside and I screamed and I, I got rageful and I, it's okay to be angry. It's okay to be rageful. It's okay to get down on your knees. There were times, there was one time I remember I got so dark. I thought, I just don't know if I want to go through this. You know, this is like mm. you're dangling a carrot going, you've got eight to 10 years, eight to 10 years. Well, when's it going to get worse? And when's it going to go to my liver? And when's it going to go? And, and, you know, um, you start there imagining. Is a time. You just start imagining. Oh, yeah. Oh, you start imagining. Yeah. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. And because I had no happy hormones, none, zero, right. I couldn't rely on that. Do you know what I mean? It was chemical so, and emotional and mental. It, yeah, absolutely. Physical, you know, everything. There was times I, I got down. I remember I was with this, this woman on the phone. She was sort of guiding me, you know, she was a, a therapist, whatever. And um, I said, I want to die. Mm. I'm so unhappy. I am so unhappy. But I know that I'm not. You know, it was, yeah, no, no, no. I get that. I get that. I get exactly. You need to say that again. Cause a lot, I get what you're saying. Okay. You you feel this way, but you know, in your mind, that you're not right. Right. Yeah. I know who I am. I know who I was. I know that I have a zest and a love for life. I know that, but the pain was so deep that I said to her, Mm-hmm. And she said, how dare you? God won't let you die because you were put here to do good. Mm-hmm. You were mm-hmm. put here. So until you fulfill that, you're staying right where She's you are. Right. She's right. And she was right. And she you was said right. Some, you said something that um, I think a lot of us, I'm speaking for everyone listening and myself included, and even Zach, you said, I know I have a zest for life. Mm -hmm. That just, that right there is what I think we're missing collectively. Really? Absolutely. Passion, this zest, this, you know, hunger to live every day to the fullest. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you say, Zach? I mean, I mean, I want to include Zach in on this conversation, just because absolutely we hear this all the time, Dana. That people are like, "We're so down." We da 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 da. Um, how do we get the zest back? How do we, you, like you said, you said, "I know I have a zest." It's already in us. How do we tap mm. into that again? That's a good question. Connection. Oh, that's physically oh. connecting. Physically connecting with people. But physically that's just connecting with. We need each other. Yes. And I know that this past year has been, and, it, and, and it's only telling us, nature's only telling us, I'm sorry, you can do what you want. You can vax what you want. You, can, you can't take yep. people Time away. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it's you, like, you, you wake can't. up. Yeah. Yeah, wake up, wake up. Mm-hmm. Stop playing your video games. Stop <sighs> doing Instagram all the time. 
pick up the phone, meet someone for coffee, go give them a hug, connect, sit down, connect. You know, the tribe, the tribes, right? Don't even get started. Why do they live longer? When women, women in India sit around, it's called the peanut talk. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. They sit I've around, they, they shuck the peanuts and they talk and they share. We as humans are meant to connect. We're meant yes. to tell our stories to each other face to face. We're meant to hug. We're meant to kiss. So when I would feel the worst and down, I was alone. I was alone. So I would, I would walk around New York. I would just go meet people. I'd sit down and have a coffee. I'd actually do something for someone else. That's right. You're outside. And yep. that makes you feel amazing. I remember if you're in a supermarket and you see the girl at that checkout counter or somebody struggling, I dare you to go up to them and say, are you okay? Hi. Do you need a hug today? Or how are you doing today? It'll take them back, but you can, you can just look in their eyes and say, I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to say hi. I wanted to lift your day. How are you doing? Let them know that they matter. Let them know that they're seen. Get out of your own way. Get out of your own way and, and stop idolizing people that don't matter that they're not doing anything for this world. Look at the people, just help somebody else. And all of a sudden, your heart is going to start blossoming and start feeling this joy. And you know what I call it, Dana? I call it. What's that, babe? Do you remember that old candy, Pop Rocks? And you'd put it in. Oh, I love Pop Rocks. I love Pop Rocks. I tell my kids all the time. I say, go to school, be a Pop Rock. Get in there and pop, pop. Yeah. Let people taste the flavor and see all the spices and the the joy and the fun and the the, go be a pop rock. And and they were like, That's it. Mom. And I showed them with the little packet and popped in their mouth. I said, Go and be be what be what people need, and then your needs will be met. That's a brilliant saying. And everyone needs pop rocks. Brilliant saying. And pop rocks are everyone needs pop rocks. They are fun. Don't feed them the fish. Can I just say though, for just like one second, because what you just yes. said, like going, so if I'm feeling down, right, I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to have my earbuds, you know, I'm going to have my AirPods in, I'm yeah. going to, and I'm going to not talk to anybody because, you know, that's just, that's my personality, right? Like this is not, yeah. you are clearly like a very outgoing person. That's beautiful. Like that's you, right. you know, for those of us who struggle with that, just on like a day to day, right. Who are like mm-hmm. awkward around the people that we're good friends with half mm-hmm. the time, mm-hmm. especially <laughs> now because we're all out of practice. <laughs> I love it, Zach. I love your well, honesty. We're not. That's my honesty. Well, we're, that's it. No, that's no, I think that's really, I think that's really good. I'm sure people listening are going, but that's not me. I'm, I'm not like Dana or right. Kim and I wouldn't, I wouldn't go out and do that. But I think there's other ways that you could do it. Maybe you can but help you someone across Dana? the street. Maybe, maybe yeah. you can just call up a friend. And, yeah. and I, and I think there's just a little thing that you could do. You know, you could randomly buy someone a coffee. You could, I don't, I don't know. There's little ways that you can connect. First of all, take the earbuds out and don't isolate yourself. Let yourself be, be open be open to that. And I know but, that I know lots of people that will not talk about their feelings and yeah. they will not. And I think also know when you need help, know when you need help. Because when I was slammed into menopause and six months later, it really hit me. I had, 
you know, I, I had nothing to make me happy. I knew that I needed help. Nature is mm. also a great help. But if you need therapy, get therapy. If you know, I was in it three days a week, three days a week, and I had to find someone who really spoke to me. Spoke Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then the other thing that I'm I'm really going to be honest with, um, which is you know, as I. I did the yoga, I've done the food, I did the therapy, I did everything. In the end, in the end, there was something that was bigger than me. Mm-hmm. It was it was bigger than me. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a, a cloud I couldn't get rid of. And that's because I have no hormones. And so I did make the decision to go on an antidepressant. I had to make that decision. And I had to make peace with that. And forget all the stigma, because that stigma needs to be rewritten. But can I say something, Dana? I I love you going here because there's so many people. But to me, the most important thing that you said this entire episode is that I had to make the decision. It's not what you decide. It's For most people, it's just dang, I need to make a decision. I need to do something. I need to make a choice. And like, I was going to say, Zach, he's an introvert. My best friend is an introvert. And I felt like, you know, a lot of times I've been dragging Amy around to talk to people. But the thing Mm -hmm. is when she, when she opened herself up, like you said, take the Mm -hmm. earbuds up, be available. When she decided, okay, this word decisions, when she decided okay, I'm an introvert, but you know, I'm not a mute. I'm an introvert, but I like people. I, I want to be in a relationship. Her life changed. And you just said that yeah, you know, I had to yeah. decide. So her hang up was meeting people, talking to people. Your hang up was, I don't want to be an antidepressant because of the stigma. But when you right. decide to make a change in yeah. your life, that's the yeah. most empowering thing we could ever do for ourselves is just decide. You've got to decide. You've got to decide. Yep. I think we all know the truth. I think we all know the truth. It's whether or not the decision's already inside of you, right? You've got two things. You're already leaning towards what, what is the right one. We're just you really so are. afraid to step forward, right? But you know it. You, you can either stay in the lie, kind of, which is, which is a tough word, or you can step into the truth. And that is to make a decision. And make once decision. you put that one foot forward, I think you can go forward. Absolutely. You, no matter, we've no matter done it. how we've done it, no matter how scary it is, you've got to go forward because otherwise you're staying stagnant and then nothing's going to change. Nothing is going to change. LOL. Skip the meal prep this summer with Factors Ready to Eat Meals and enjoy all these warmer and sunnier days, y'all. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month while the subscription is active. I love my Factor Meals and I've started hiding them from my family because they love the weekly menu of 35 options and the more than 60 add-ons like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, even snacks and beverages. I'm telling you, they've got everything to help you feel good about what you're eating all day long. Y'all, they're delicious. They're high quality, chef prepared, 
absolutely never frozen, and they're on the table in less than two minutes. Factor meals eliminate all the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Y'all, I don't have time for all of that. All you do is simply heat it up and savor the good stuff. Head on over to factormeals.com slash Kim50 and use code Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off of your next month. That's code Kim50 at factormeals.com slash Kim50 to get 50% off your first box plus an extra 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hopefully you won't have to hide your factor meals like I do because they're that good. Maybe you will. Podcast, podcast, pop. Can you tell me about your project, Mysterious Bodies? Because I believe my body is very mysterious because I ain't never going to show it to nobody. Okay. <laughs> It is going to remain a mystery, girl. <laughs> but but I, I just, I'm so excited because people okay, don't know yeah. this about you, Daddy. You're extremely artistic. Very, you know, creative, artistic. You know, into. Oh, I, I, thank you. Thank what you. is Mysterious Bodies all about? So, a year ago, I kept looking at the way breast cancer and women with mm-hmm. breast cancer or had or in that um, are being photographed. It is not a pink ribbon. It is not pink this. I know you're wearing pink, which is gorgeous, and so am I. <laughs> so are but you. It is, both in pink. It's I love pink. pink. Nothing against pink. pink. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love pink. I love pink. But what's up with the happy faces or constantly showing us with chemo bags and a bald head? And that is that is the disease. That is the dis-ease and the illness. It isn't us. It isn't me. It isn't my journey. So what, what I, I said, why is breast cancer not being shown as art? Wow. It should be art. Wow. We hang art on our walls. Everything mm. is being shown in an artistic way. Yeah. Why are we being shown in a way that repels people, that fears people? Okay. One every two minutes a woman's going to get diagnosed. Isn't that shocking? Every two minutes, a woman's going to get diagnosed. So why are we repelling people instead of inviting people in to this conversation into our worlds? Because my world is your world. When you look at one of our photographs, you don't know that it's about breast cancer. You just see what, what, so what I've done what we're doing with the beautiful Janessa and Ryan, whom you would probably know from QBC as well. But what you didn't know is they are really talented, talented artists as photographers, just brilliant. I went to them and I said, look, I want to tell a different story. I want to make an impact. I want cancer to be art. Mm. So I want to do photographs of women who've had had or whatever. When we talk to them, we find out their personalities. And I say, how do you want to be photographed? And, and, and they, they tell me. So they tell me, and then we go off and we spin the creative design around it. So it could be in Vogue magazine right now. And nobody would ever know that that woman's got breast cancer. But they're going to look at the photograph and you're going to find, you're going to be inquisitive. Yeah. And you're going to find connection. Mm-hmm. And some are, you know, dark, they're mysterious, they're haunting, but they're alluring. And they make you question and think. But and, isn't that and what art's supposed to do? Yes. It's supposed to help you 
expand the human life and the yes. human condition and bring out your emotion. And that's, that is what we're doing. And that's what we're doing. So we are in the second phase of it. We've, we've got four phases that we're, we're photographing. We're looking for more women. The, the other, and we're going to do an mm. art show in, in New York and hopefully take this around the world. And you know, what, what I also want to do is I want to do, I, whenever you go to a small town and you see these war memorials and things, I think, where is the, where is the tribute to the hundreds of thousands of women who are so powerful and so dynamic and they've had breast cancer? Where is the tribute to them? So I would like for anyone who's had breast cancer or a mother or aunt or anyone mm. that you knew to send me a photograph from the shoulders up and we, I'm going to build a mammoth wall or a video that shows we are working in it. I'm talking to a few artists now. I'm hoping to get like 10,000 to 20,000 photographs of women. And this is a tribute to all of them who, who, who are sometimes totally faceless and never recognized, never recognized. And women make the world go around. And let me just tell you right now, everybody listening. Yeah, they do, baby. Yeah, we do. Uh, oh, yes, you can just do. hit Dana. Let's go to your, let's tell everybody how to get to your website because it, it's full of self-empowerment videos, really just to give women hope and resource to how to, you know, love themselves and care for themselves. And also they can submit these photos and get in touch with you on how to do that on your website. What's your website? So the website is uh, DanaBledsoe.com. Uh-huh. And we'll put it in our um, show notes but- too. Yeah, but yep. if everybody could send the photographs to Mysterious Bodies One, would be great. That would be great. We're going to have a whole. Oh, yeah, we're yeah, going to get we'll put that in the show notes too. Yeah, we're getting everything. photos. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Dana, I, I could talk to you for six hours because you and I are so aligned. <laughs> we do this when we go to QVC. We oh, and I mean, we didn't even hit the and QVC behind the scenes, but I, I can't say oh. how much I'm so grateful for QVC because it's connected me with so many lifelong friends and you're definitely one yes, of them, but yeah. we close every well, you, LOL with Kim Gravel out with what I call rapid fire questions. And I, I give this disclaimer every time I say, don't think about it, but I ain't even got to say all that to you. Cause you'll pop it off. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. You will never, you will not hesitate one bit. All right, here we go. Who is your celebrity crush? Ryan, uh, 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 Ryan Gosling. Ryan. Oh, I like him too. Right. He's, he's turned out to be kind of like, like a funny kind of, I like him. Okay. Has he? What's happened to him? Oh, no, that's the other Ryan. That's the other Ryan. No, I mean, funny. Like he's hilarious. Is that Ryan Gosling oh, or Ryan? Oh, no, that's You're talking about. No. Yeah. yeah R- Ryan. He's in, he was in the notebook. Okay. That's the other one. There's another Ryan. I think this was, the there's guy another did. Ryan. You're talking about Ryan Reynolds. You're talking about Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Okay, Ryan yeah, Reynolds. I love, no, I love them both. Him. Ryan Gosling. Both Ryans. He can take off him. his shirt. would be yeah, really oh, nice. Hello. You just stand there. Let me look at him. Hello. Listen, that's it. That's all you have to do. We no. might come out of menopause for that. Okay, here we go. <laughs> What's your favorite <laughs> junk food? What's your favorite junk food? She's laughing. She's laughing. Hey. No, wait a minute. Cake. I have to admit, that was a funny joke. I'm sorry, Zach, but that's probably the funniest joke I've said the whole time. The funniest thing I've said. We might come out of what menopause was, for that. We might well come out of menopause. <laughs> Does that mean we're going to get our sex mojo back? Do y'all not think that's the funniest thing that I've ever said on that's this podcast? Good. I don't think it's the that's funniest good. thing. You've, you've said a lot of Dude, funny that's things funny. on this podcast, Kim. That's, that's funny. funny right there. That's funny. Oh, I that's know funny. what. That could, be a great, that could be a great thing for women. You know, for your <laughs> therapy, you could just have lots of really cute guys like Chris Hemsworth Hot take guys. off your top. And just that'll clear your menopause. That's it. Just sit there and line them up. 
Your hormones might fire right back up, people. Right back up. Okay, all right. Favorite junk food. Whatever down there. What? Hello? I'm alive. I'm alive. What is your favorite junk food? Cake. Cake. Yeah. I'm a cake too. What is your favorite healthy food? Broccoli. Oh my God. Okay. Now you know I've really got problems. You've done gone off the deep end now. What's your favorite healthy food, Kim? Asparagus. No, avocados. Oh, asparagus. Okay. But yeah, but asparagus makes your wee wee smell. Honey, it smells anyway. So might as well just <laughs> oh, dive right on in. That's okay. But did you know? Did you know? <laughs> no, this is overshare. If, 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 if you're French, if you're French and you eat asparagus, your wee wee does not smell. Well, did you know that? The French people's wee wee do not smell. Well, you know what? The French, they got it going on. No, this old country no. girl, it's all falling down and apart. And these uh, things, uh, there's skin tags coming up places I never saw. Okay, that's a whole nother episode. What? All right. You've got uh, skin tags? What girl, are you talking about? Come on. The worst thing is about being dry down there. We should have talked about that. I did find a really good product for that. Well, listen. I listen. All let's right, and that's market. the episode, everybody. Let's no, no, Zach, Zach, go back. <laughs> totally hey, Dana, let's go ahead and develop yeah. that and sell it on QVC. I'm in. Exactly. Uh, exactly. What is? <laughs> what would you consider your spirit animal? Oh, um, I'm uh, mm-hmm. my spirit animal. I'm a black panther. Is that a spirit animal? I don't know what a spirit animal yeah. is. Zach, Zach told me to ask that question. What, did you just really? Yeah. Really? Okay, we're going there. Yeah, I should know that because I'm into you know. I know all we're that. all yeah. you know. You and I we're still trying to figure out how to Google our son's text. Okay. Um, <laughs> what did you? But I do have a spiritual you... name. I do what have is a spiritual it? Oh, what's that? Um, Savitri Deva. Oh Lord, you know what mine yeah, is? Yeah, you try to say that. I'm you not going to say that. But you know what my spirit name is? Bertha. 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 <laughs> Bertha. Okay, here we go. What did you want to be when you were young? No. What did you want when you were young? What did you want to be? What did you want to be? (laughs) We're full on menopause sack. I just peed a little bit several. Oh God! (laughs) Thank God for a little for a little pan. When you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be um, a world class gymnast. What? But I was I was much too big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanted my parents. This is really weird. I wanted my parents. To send me to Romania to train oh. in gymnastics, so because I heard they, they, I heard they were really tough on them and yelled at them and only gave them anchovies. As a bit, you know, I don't know what. Anyway, that's what I wanted to be. <laughs> you, you enjoyed the torture at that time. <laughs> so, there was something really weird about that. Yeah. <laughs> what is one piece of advice you would give to any woman listening now going through cancer? You are not alone. You will never be alone. Reach out to people. I know that it's so hard not to think about it every day. Mm. Um, You just, I think you have to know that this is, and I know this is going to sound weird, that this has happened so that you can grow to be even more powerful. You have no idea the strength that you've got inside you and how incredible you are. Well, that's it. I don't even know what more to say after that. That's that. Everybody listening, look, um, go to Dana's website, check her out on um, all the social media outlets. What a powerful message. I love you, woman. I've loved you since the day I met you. 
I, uh, you are truly a hero and a champion for all of us women out there just trying to live our oh. best lives. We love you, girl. Thank you. And Come so back. are you. I love you too. Come back and I be with I would love us. to. I, love I would you. love to. Thank you, babe. Mm. I love you very much. You're Thanks, amazing. Thanks, It was great meeting you. Right. Thank you, Zach. Everybody listening, don't forget to uh, subscribe to LOL with Kim Gravel. We're going to put all this information from Dana in our show notes. Zach, I'm telling you, life is short. You got to live out loud, love out loud, and laugh out loud. Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. Kim Gravel. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you overworked, underpaid, exhausted, but love your kids so much and want to be the best mama for them? How about the best version of you? You deserve that. I'm Gianna Demedio simon And I'm Casey McDonnell-Hosmer, and we are moms who absolutely love our new roles in life. But man, were we not prepared for some of the fine print in the job description. We want a connection with our children and our partner that doesn't come at the cost of the relationships with our own selves. We're helping you mother up every Monday on your favorite podcast player. Also, check us out on YouTube, youtube.com slash at motheruppod. If you love the show, make sure to follow LOL with Kim Gravel in your favorite podcast app. New episodes come out every Thursday. LOL with Kim Gravel is produced and edited by Zach Miller at Uncommon Audio. Theme music by Taco Pella. Head to lolkim.com for more information and to join our mailing list. Thanks for listening.